Today is the fourth day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is great to be here with you as we uh, round around the corner and move through the first weekend in this new year and decade. So it's good to be here with you as we continue moving into our new year. And so we'll take the next step forward and continue continue explaining things and, well, moving into our new year. Well, let's get into the scriptures. We've been reading from the New Living Translation this week. And as we go back into the book of Genesis for today, we will recall a great flood upon the earth that we read about yesterday. And today we will read Genesis chapters 8 through 10. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and the flood waters began to recede. The underground waters stopped flowing, and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So the flood waters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the flood waters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove to see if the water had receded and it could find dry ground. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the floodwaters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time it did not come back. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, the floodwaters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat. And all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to himself, I will never again 
curse the ground because of the human race. Even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood, I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. And God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, all the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the fish in the sea will look on you with fear and terror. I have placed them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat any meat that still has the lifeblood in it. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants and with all the animals that were on the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I am confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. And God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures for all generations to come. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again will the floodwaters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. And God said to Noah, Yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. The sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. From these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. One day he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. 
As they did this, they looked the other way, so that they would not see him naked. When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, May the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the prosperity of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. Noah lived another 350 years after the great flood. He lived 950 years, and then he died. This is the account of the families of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the three sons of Noah. Many children were born to them after the great flood. The descendants of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Teraz. The descendants of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Tagorma. The descendants of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Rodanim. Their descendants became the seafaring peoples that spread out to various lands, each identified by its own language, clan, and national identity. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mitzrayim, Putz, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Reama, and Sabtika. The descendants of Rayama were Sheba and Didan. Cush was also the ancestor of Nimrod, who was the first heroic warrior on earth. Since he was the greatest hunter in the world, his name became proverbial. People would say, this man is like Nimrod, the greatest hunter in the world. He built his kingdom in the land of Babylonia, with the cities of Babylon, Iraq, Akkad and Kalnei. From there he expanded his territory to Assyria, building the cities of Nineveh, Rehoboth-ir, Kalah, and Resin, the great city located between Nineveh and Kalah. Mitzrayim was the ancestor of the Luddites, Anamites, Leabites, Naphtuites, Pathrusites, Kasluhites, and Kaphtorites from whom the Philistines came. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, the ancestor of the Sidonians. Canaan was also the ancestor of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvidites, Zemorites, and Hamathites. The Canaanite clans eventually spread out and the territory of Canaan extended from Sidon in the north to Gerar and Gaza in the south, and east as far as Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim, near Lasha. These were the descendants of Ham, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. Sons were also born to Shem, the older brother of Japheth. Shem was the ancestor of all the descendants of Eber. The descendants of Shem were Elam, Ashur, Arphaxad, 
Lud, and Aram. The descendants of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gaither, and Mash. Arphaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. Eber had two sons. The first was named Peleg, which means division. For during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided into different language groups. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Almadad, Shelef, Hazarmavith, Jira, Hadoram, Uzo, Dikla, Obol, Abmeel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were descendants of Joktan. The territory they occupied extended from Misha all the way to Shafar in the eastern mountains. These were the descendants of Shem, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. These are the clans that descended from Noah's sons, arranged by nation, according to their lines of descent. All the nations of the earth descended from these clans after the Great Flood. Matthew 4, 12-25 When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth, then left there and moved to Capernaum beside the Sea of Galilee in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulun and of Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach. Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father, Zebedee, repairing their nets. And he called them to come too. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. 
people from Galilee, the Ten Towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. Psalm 4 For the choir director, the psalm of David to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Answer me when I call to you, O God, who declares me innocent. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make groundless accusations? How long will you continue your lies? You can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust the Lord. Many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Okay, so uh, we this is our fourth day of the year, so... We're moving into the year, and on day one, we talked about the book of Genesis that we were beginning. Then on day two, we talked about the first gospel, the gospel of Matthew, uh, that we were getting into. And then yesterday, we talked about the Psalms. And so today, we'll complete the four books that we are involved with right now, the book of Proverbs. And... Uh, Ironically, I think Proverbs is, in today's reading, going to do a far, far better job than anything I could say. I mean, I can say the book of Proverbs has traditionally been attributed to King Solomon as the notorious wisest person to ever live. It's likely that he collected these proverbs and sayings and wisdom uh, from from all over the known world of his time. He was a king with, uh, w- with perhaps more influence than anyone else at his time. And so these sayings are indeed really profoundly helpful, practical advice, but there is a distinction that we need to make. And the Proverbs will make that distinction. And that distinction will become more apparent as we move through the year. And that is this. The advice, the words that we will find in Proverbs, those are not wisdom. Those are sayings and advice that come as a result of wisdom's presence. The distinction will become important in a myriad of ways as we move through the Bible, but practically where we sit right now is that we can certainly immerse ourselves in the sayings of wisdom 
and even obey the sayings of wisdom, like take the good practical advice and implement it into our lives so we would be heeding the voice of wisdom. But we can also live in wisdom, understanding that there is a wisdom that is beyond any human wisdom, that there is the wisdom of God flowing through all of creation and that we can learn to walk in wisdom as opposed to just looking for wisdom's advice. So I'll just kind of leave it at that and just move into today's reading, understanding that we are beginning today and we will continue forward into the next several days, but we are hearing today a voice that is claiming to be the voice of wisdom speaking to us. And so today we read Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20 through 23. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street, to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools Hate knowledge. Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. So, Father, we thank you for bringing us to the first weekend of this new year and decade. And we thank you that as we conclude this week, we are introduced to this voice calling out of the pages of Proverbs the voice of wisdom, the voice that telling us that she is, that she is a she, and that she is shouting everywhere for anyone who will listen to her, that she is available and that she is present to us, and that she's asking how long, how long we're going to stay asleep how long we're going to be simple-minded, how long we're going to stay stuck. And we hear her saying, come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. And so, Holy Spirit, we become aware of your presence in our lives and we will continue to do this each and every day. We will invite you to lead us into all truth. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to help us to begin to tune the ears of our hearts and listen for the voice of wisdom. And may we recognize as we begin to even kind of put, make this a category as something we're, we should pay attention to, may we recognize our Savior, Jesus, as he begins his ministry and and may we look for the times that he says things like, if you have eyes to see 
or ears to hear, then may we understand that this is how wisdom works. Come Holy Spirit, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website and it, it's home base and it's always where you can find out what's going on around here. And these first couple of weeks of, of the year, we're just talking about different aspects, little, little things that are good to know for the journey along the way. And so uh, one of those things we've kind of talked about, we've talked about the fact that we're a community of prayer and that we shoulder one another's burdens together and pray for one another and love one another. And we've moved through several days, so we've, you know, we've heard the voices of our brothers and sisters as they come, on, come in on the end, at the end. And uh, there's always uh, you know, w- way more calls than we can ever get to during the week. And so we, for several years, have had a weekend prayer and encouragement uh, program, which is just all of those voices that came in during the week. And so it makes this really, really wonderful time together of just hearing voice after voice after voice and just kind of bopping all over the world as we're doing it. And that happens every weekend, every Saturday evening, which will be this evening. So watch for that. Like when you wake up tomorrow, you'll see uh, a program that's called Community Prayer, along with uh, the next day's uh, program. So just watch for that. Be aware of that. Engage with that. It is uh, It's really interesting because uh, a lot of times... Uh, the journey begins with the da- daily audio Bible, just looking for the Bible. Just read me the Bible. That's all I want. That's all I need. That's And, and so that's what happens. And that's 100% fine. And then uh, maybe just it, it lingers on and keeps playing. And so you begin to understand there's more things going on. There's a community aspect. And then you hear the prayer requests and realize, wow, there's like, I'm not alone. Like <laughs> I'm not alone. I can do this as alone as I want. But I don't have to be alone. This is the Bible in community. So uh, just watch for that uh, later later tonight. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. Also, there's a link on the homepage. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, uh, you can dial 877-942-4253. Or you can just uh, press the hotline button that's uh, at the top in the app. Can't miss it. Little red button up at the top. Just push that and off you go. And that is it for today. And that is it for our, uh, well, we haven't really had a first full week yet. But this is the end of our first week of this new year and decade. And so that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. This is Valerie calling from south of McDonough. I am currently three hours into a five-hour drive to go see my 
brother who is in Sacred Heart Trauma Unit with a severe brain injury. He is an alcoholic and a drug user and has become increasingly abusive to our mother. Um, today there was an altercation and when my mother was trying to get away from him, he fell off the top of her car and landed in the middle of the road and now has a severe brain injury. It's very hard for me to feel sympathy and compassion for my brother, but my heart is breaking for my mom. As you can imagine, she is full of guilt and devastated and feels like she killed her son. Um, so I'm asking the family to please keep my mom, Shirley, in your prayers. Help me to minister to her. Help me to find the words to say that can somehow bring her comfort, even though I know that nothing I say will bring comfort. Help me to feel love and a compassion toward my brother. Help the doctors to be able to figure out what they can do to help him recover from this injury. At this point, we don't even know if he's going to survive, and then if he does, what type of life, quality of life he will have. My time is running out, but I do ask for prayers again for Shirley and Anthony. Thank you. Hi, Anonymous. My name is Cricket from Colorado, and my heart broke when I heard your prayer request today. I will be praying for you until I hear you call back and update us on your situation. First of all, God loves you and he knit you together in your mother's womb. Yes, it is true that apart from God, listen to that, apart from God, there is nothing good in us. All that is in us good is from God because he dwells in us. But let that not bring you fear, let it bring you joy and hope because God also says, he promises to finish this good work in you and that his children cannot be snatched from his hand. So you are his and will walk in heaven with him someday. But for now, the purpose of your walk here on earth is to love others as he loves you and to help them find him so that none will be lost. Anonymous, there is nothing good in me except for him. Daily I fail horribly and I am encouraged when he reminds me that he is there and he picks me up again. I see him in the good things that he prompts me to do. So focus on the good, not the bad. You are his precious child and he loves you. Strive every second to become his best friend. Seek him in all that you do and he will change you and you will start to see the right choices and the good that comes from him in you. He loves you, we love you, and I will be praying for you for a very long time. Please let us know how you're doing. Goodbye. I am praying for the young woman, the anonymous young woman that called in about her desperation. I just would like you to know that when I heard your call for help, I broke down in tears. In fact, I'm still shaking. 
because I've been there just very recently. And I want you to know, I mean, I was looking at that semi-truck and I was looking at bridge abutments and and I was dark, I was at the end of my rope and it seemed like there was no way out. It's so dark down there. But I want you to know that things have turned around for me and they will turn around for you as well. Just very recently, a huge change came in my life, one that I've been longing for for years and years. And I'm new to Audio Bible, and I heard this message this morning. I felt like reaching out to you, and I'm praying for you and praying for you. Do not give up. Trust God. I know that's hard, very hard for you right now. But just trust Him. I love you. Hi, I'm a new listener, and I've enjoyed this so much. So I want to say thank you and how grateful I am that this type of app exists. I also would like to send a prayer for my friend Sabrina, whose brother passed away unexpectedly. He was only about 30 years old, and it just shouldn't have happened. So I want to pray for her and her family that they find peace. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Dad family. This is Lady of Victory from Chicago. Today is Friday, December 27th. Um, Hope everyone is having a great day. As I was listening today, I listened to Anonymous, who says if she drives into a truck, um, nobody would miss her. Jeanette, who has a sick mom and is also dealing with uh, some ills, with neuropathy. Um, I know my daughter has that as well and it's very painful. I mean, difficult to maneuver life. And um, then Daniel, who was praying for commuters and or drivers, my husband drives and for a living. And so I do understand what all of that means. Um, So I wanted to send up a quick prayer. Anonymous, I am a trained mental health counselor and please realize that you do not have to go through this alone seek help. Do not um, separate yourself or distance yourself from loved ones. You will be missed if something, if you're not here. So please seek out help. Uh, Colossians 1.16 says that you were made with a purpose and for a purpose. Everything that God made, he does it on purpose. And so your purpose in the world would be missed if you're not here. So please seek out help. Uh, Jeanette, we are praying for you. Realize that your anchor uh, is in the Lord and everything else is sinking sand. So seek out God as you go uh, to be with your mom. I lost my mom April 13th of this year. So I know the, the pain of going through the holidays alone for the first time. But God has been my anchor as he will be yours. So seek the face of God. Um, we all have a lot of things for 2020, a lot of different words. Ours is, uh, for our family, is to endure 2020, but I don't say just endure. But- this is Joanne from Happy Valley. It's December 27th. I just heard Anonymous, and honey, please don't drive in front of a truck. Uh, for one thing, you'll impact another life forever. But the main thing is, we know God is good. And we know that we are all bad. But his love for us is so strong that he took on human flesh with all its frailties, suffered beatings and a horrible death on the cross to pay for our sins. 
and all the bad that is in us. We, when I look back over my life, I saw that even though I never acknowledged him, he was watching over me all the time and loving me and keeping me from getting into danger because of my sinning. And in spite of all the bad I did, he still loved me more than I can imagine. And that is how he feels about you. Anonymous, he adores you. Um, I can't talk to my family about the things I've done. Uh, church is full of sinners just like me, and they're trying to uh, pretend they're not, so can't talk to them. But he loves you no matter what. Please know that. And if you need to, to dump on somebody, my email address is Joe Miller. J-O-M-I-L-L-E-R-3380 at gmail.com. There's nothing that would cause me to not love you. You're safe with me. Please reach out, and I'll share God's love with you. God bless you.